It's the 20th of March. It's the National Shutdown Protest. And uh, we know for a fact that this day started trending even before the day officially arrived. So what we know so far, right, is that the EFF said that this protest will be peaceful. But even though I've been seeing videos of soldiers all morning, so I'm kind of raising my eyebrows. But the party says that this protest is all about voicing the concerns, uh, especially with the continuous load shedding that's been facing the country. And also, this protest is against uh, our President Sir Ramaphosa's administration, amongst other things. So in the build-up to this day, there have been a lot of concerns, right, uh, that the protest may erupt in violence. I mean, we heard Rob Beasy talking about people already burning tires, while others have also highlighted the fact that people shouldn't be forced to participate in the protest uh, that is taking place today. But, you know, in case you're waking up this morning and you're wondering what are the political impl uh, implications, rather, that are facing you as a person, as a South African, uh, based on this protest today? I am joined by political analyst Kanye Magubani, who is with us. Good morning, Kanye. How are you doing? A very good morning to you, Nick Ellen, your listeners. How are you doing this morning? A lot is happening. A lot is happening. I'm doing well. I'm keeping abreast with all the information just been reading what's been happening overnight and already we've seen skirmishes in Bromfontein mm. uh, which is just down the road from your studio um, we've seen uh, protesters there being hurled into police vans and sure. you know this is part and parcel of uh, uh, government's integrated response to the national shutdown and maybe we could just start by giving our listeners a breakdown of what's a national shutdown mm. I think that would be a good place to start. And, you know, a national shutdown is, is, is different from any other protest because it's calling on all sectors of society to literally halt economic activities. Um, you know, they're calling on highways to be shut down, the airport to be shut down, no hmm. planes departing or arriving. They are calling for... Um, you know, learners to stay home that day. As far as businesses are concerned, I mean, Julius was saying they are not giving an instruction to businesses to shut down on that day. However, they will not be held responsible for what happens to their businesses on that day. Sure. He said that um, they are not going to provoke violence, but they will respond as they are. Um, you know, dealt with. So if police and the security cluster and the defense come with them with violence, they will meet violence with violence. He sure. said, um, interestingly, he said, uh, nothing can stop a revolution whose time has come. Sure. So tell me, Kanine, this kind of protest, would you say that it's been a long time coming? Look, the issues that the EFF are raising have been a long time coming in terms of the long-term frustrations of Africans have felt with um, load shedding um, and, and the disruptions that it has had to our daily life, our ability to make a living the way we want to. Businesses have been affected. People, ordinary people, have had to sometimes find themselves without a job because they're their, their companies can't stay afloat 
you know, in, in, in the current situation. Mm-hmm. However, I maintain that a national shutdown or uh, a protest of this nature should have been led by civic society organizations mm-hmm. themselves because it's a society issue beyond just a political issue. And I think the the EFS is being strategic in taking the baton and leading this issue, knowing that there's a gap that has been created by the ANC. You know, and ironically, on the weekend before the national shutdown, we have no load shedding. Like, a lot of people were commenting that it's so weird not to have any load shedding. And it's just the government... I think running scared because Julius has literally awoken every resources that the government can use against them. And so the question is how powerful must the EFS be if it's able to move government in the way the government mm, has moved? Mm, mm, you know, we've never seen something like this where there's been a joint national security cluster, there was briefings, there's police. Mm, like literally mm. today everyone is on standby you know, from the security cluster, from private security firms to the defense, um, the army is going to be out mm. in the streets. Can, so, can you just yeah. be on standby for me for a second? Let's... All right, it's exactly seven minutes just before seven o'clock. We are still deep in conversation with political analyst Kanye Magubani, uh, who's basically just who's basically just unpacking all of the discussion this morning in terms of what's happening in the country and what exactly are the political implications of this protest. If you want to be part of the conversation and maybe share your views on this matter, you are welcome to call me on 89 What's your take on the national shutdown protest? And uh, are you one of those who are on leave for this long weekend anyway, so it doesn't really affect you? But other... Otherwise, we do have Kanye back on the line. Good morning, Kanye. Are you with me? Yes, I'm definitely with you. All right. Let's quickly just pick up over here. In terms of the EFF, right, what's at stake for them, whether this protest will be a success or not? I think it's important to to, to note that currently in South Africa, we're in a pre-election season, Mm. right? We've got elections coming up in 2024. And in pre-election season, we often see political parties causes that they know will capture the attention of ordinary South Africans and citizens mm. who they are hoping will go on to be their voters. So the implication for, for the EFF today is big and the stakes are very high because the the, the EFF today could be totally discredited um, mm. because of all the measures that have been taken by government to ensure that today continues to be a normal working day, which is what uh, we've been told in many different quarters, that no one will be stopped from going to work, no one will be stopped from going to school or any other uh, national key points like Mm -hmm. a hospital, like an airport. Or it could actually shock the government and society itself decides we are joining in solidarity Mm -hmm. with the EFF, regardless of which political party we come from, because we are Tired. Yeah. So it could go either way today. Sure. You know, it, it could be the EFF becoming the martyrs that we've been looking for, becoming the voice of the voiceless, becoming the people that championed the cause. Mm-hmm. And remember, tomorrow mm-hmm. is Human Rights Day. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to note that the 20th of March was very strategic because it falls day before 21st of March, which is Human Rights Day. Mm-hmm. And they are branding this March something that is equivalent in importance 
as uh, you know, the the, the Bupatoli massacre, as many of our protest actions which have led to our greatest mm. change or our greatest development, like June 76, we know that was like the trigger of the gun that set off a global movement of attention of what's happening in South Africa. So the EFF is hoping today's march will also do that. I mean, some of the issues that they are raising are, are very valid, right? It includes yeah. unemployment, high food prices, load shedding. I mean, these are things that impact our human rights. And why is it necessary for the government to take these issues seriously? Well, that is government's job, you know, in, in, in a very simple way to, to ensure um, a better life for all. I think we know that slogan, better life for all. You know, that is their key mandate as, as government to ensure that its citizens have basic services that are available to them, like water, like roads, mm. like education, like health. And in states like ours, where those services are struggling to filter down to people, especially at a local level, we see the many problems our municipalities have been experiencing with lack of stability because of unstable, of unstable conditions. You know, those things have come in and affected our quality of life as South Africans. I mean, I, I live in an area that has potholes just outside our complex, mm-hmm. and some, a resident has actually scribbled ANC next to each pothole. Sure. You know, so every time we drive out mm-hmm. of our complex, we see those potholes and we know who's responsible for them. Hence our saying, today's march may actually go beyond the EFF. And that's what I'm, I think they are hoping for, that South Africans will take ownership of the matters that mm-hmm. they are bringing forward, including the resignation of the president, sure. which is what they've also called for. Kanye, thank you so much for joining me. I think in closing, uh, the government's response, what is the best way for them to react to this? To be on standby, I don't think they should provoke uh, protesters if the protesters are peaceful. If nothing is happening, they should just be there and stand by because at the same time, excessive force from the government will also further alienate it from the people that it serves. Hmm. Kanye, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Uh, We definitely will keep our eyes locked on the socials in terms of everything that's unfolding today. But thank you so much for unpacking it for us. Uh, We certainly wish you a good Monday. Thank you so much, you too. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. So listen, if you want to be a part of this conversation, the question this morning is really simple to you. What is your take on the shutdown protest that's happening today? And are you one of those who are on leave or uh, you just like, you know what? Hey, my views on this matter are a lot. It's a long weekend for me anyway. What is your take? Do let me know. 89 We'll be taking your calls in the next hour. Uh, or you can also send me a voice note. 60 5 5 2 7 3 0 3.